Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. So this morning, when I, so we kind of like threw this out yesterday, and then this morning when I was uh, like studying and thinking about it, um, it really is, there's consequences to how you uh, receive correction, right? And so I was thinking about it and I was thinking about, okay, this is like full of the word of God and his words aren't wasted. And there's many times mentioned in the Bible about correction, right? So it talks about- um, I think just in Proverbs I had looked up before, it's like 36 or 37 times. Just in, just in the 31 yeah. chapters of Proverbs, it's mentioned more than the number of chapters just in the Book of Wisdom. Yeah, and so I think that... You might um, be on to something. It's <laughs> <laughs> going out on a limb there. Is this live? Yes, Bonnie, it's live. Oh, just kidding. So, um, yeah, and so, and then there's something to that. Like, God doesn't, he's not going to constantly repeat himself if it's not something of importance, right? And it's, it's repeated throughout the Bible in his word about correction and why he corrects us. Um, there's also, uh, if, if you don't receive correction the right way, there, there's penalty for that. Like that's super important, not only that you, um, well, there's two parts, right? So I think it's important how you receive correction. Yeah. And I also think it's equally as important how you uh, give correction because there will be times where the Lord leads you to maybe correct someone else Right. Right. And that that's not always an easy thing to do, especially if it's a friend or a loved one right. or, or whatever. You don't know how they're going to take it. And it, it kind of I, I thought about um, like your tone, every your mannerisms, everything, how you do it. Oh, like yeah. Like you said, matters. Yeah. And it's not like you're correcting someone like, you know, I'm pointing my finger. Judgment zone. And it's out of love. <laughs> it, it, it's out of love. So the Lord corrects us Only out God of love. Only God can judge me now. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing, Alex? I, he's what putting the that? video in. Oh. He doesn't want you to ignore him. <laughs> She's new to this, Alex. <laughs> Got two newbies in here. <laughs> um, all right, so, she, so. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> I was like, what is She's going like, on? I can't see myself. I look can't at figure me. Out where to no. look. <laughs> and the camera. That's where you have to look. The people are in that lens right there. <laughs> Sorry, I was reading Do that. Do not be, they're correcting you right now yeah. on your correction. So this week, um, okay, so in particular, so in correction isn't always like this big thing, right? Sometimes, like you said, it's something small. Like recently, me and Carolyn were walking through the airport. Oh my gosh. I'm going to use it because it was good. <laughs> so we were walking through the airport and um, I said, uh, because we had been off for a couple of days, right? So like it was nice. And so I was like, oh man, Bella, like, oh, tomorrow we've got school again. And then Carolyn just gently looks at me and goes, she feels that way about school because you feel that way about school and she's watching you. And I initially was she like, at me? no. Oh, you <laughs> did. No, I didn't. But initially, right, you could be like, well, dang, like, no, like I didn't mean it like that or, or, or you don't know what I have to do tomorrow or, or whatever. But I was like, you know what? She's 100% right. Because if I have an attitude about it, why wouldn't she have an attitude about it? She, she's never, like, she's 
what she knows of school is what's at home. It, it's what we've taught her. It's what we teach her daily how to feel about it. So if I feel negative about it, of course she's going to feel negative about it. And so right away, I was like, man, like she's like she's right. But the words of Ralph, gotcha. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but just something like that, it was just a little tweak that I needed, just simply walking through the airport. It wasn't this, let me pull you aside and talk. It was just a little like, boop, I just got to like, you know, because she's a friend and that's what friends do. It was out of love. She could have easily have just been like, well, you know, if that's how she does it or, you know, if, if that's her attitude toward it and not have said anything, but be care because she cares about me and then my child, you know, hey, like, let me like, mm, probably shouldn't have said it like that. And she was right in that. So um, sometimes it's little like that. Sometimes, obviously, the correction uh, can, be, can be bigger, you know. But with any correction, I do think that it's an opportunity to learn. Um, and I think that there's wisdom you can get from correction. I mean, the Bible tells us that. And so there are times where, like, that's why I agreed with the title, where if you are being corrected, it's time for you to to sit down, shut your mouth, and listen, and, and digest it, and be like, okay, what, what can I do now? Because I can either learn from it, or then I can um, have an offense, and be, and you know, and, yeah. and that just totally go in another way. I was thinking about it with uh, Nathan and, uh, and David, right? So I was thinking about when he rebuked him for like the affair, the murder, it totally changed the direction of David's life. He could have, he could have been like, you know, it's none of your business and, and done away with him. They could have ended the friendship, whatever. But because he did, you know, Absolutely. gave him that rebuke, then there was correction. And it, it can just sometimes you need a little like steering, right? Like you need a little. And well, I think we, we do it as parents all day long. Right. I mean, we're always doing it to our kids. We love our children. So we correct them to steer them in the right way. Teach them, you know. We always want to quote, teach them, you know, the, the word of God and it won't depart from them. But what is that? That's going to be not in your teaching. There's also correcting. Right. It says in Proverbs 3:12, for the Lord corrects those he loves just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. So many parents that are watching, you delight in your children. You love your children. And so you're going to correct them when they're doing something wrong to steer them. You're going to tell them, don't touch this. It's hot. Don't hang with those friends. They'll drag you down. Don't watch this because then it gets in your mind and it gets in your ear gate and it gets in your spirit. You know, don't do these things or do these things. And so just like the, our Heavenly Father corrects us because we look, he, he looks at us as, as his children. Right. So it's the exact same thing. So we have to uh, take what is done in the supernatural and also apply it to ourselves in the natural. Right. Yeah. And so I think that um, it's, it's, it's out of love when you correct someone. I know when I Absolutely. correct my, my daughters, it's because I love them. I want them to, um, to grow up a certain way and, and they only know what I correct, right? So it, it's out of love. And it's this, it can be, it's the same thing where it's, um, oh, well, okay, I'll just give like my, I'll give a personal scenario. <laughs> Ted has, has, well, no. Oh my God. Somebody. This is just somebody, airing out all of our dirty somebody, laundry. Somebody who rhymes with bed Huddlesworth. <laughs> 
has corrected me, right? And so, but there was a time where I could have like gotten like offended and be like, Did well, they all have to be with me and Ted? Like no one else they, corrects you? <laughs> what about Ralph or Well, no, somebody? even Ralph. Like I'll call him and I'm like, hey, like correct me if I'm wrong because I want to know so I can learn. I want to know so I can grow. I want, I want to know. Like I don't, I'm not one who always has to be right or like I want to know if I'm wrong and I want, I want to be corrected because that's how you grow. And I think that's also qualities of a leader. Like, you It's just funny because it says in Proverbs 12, 1, whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but he who hates reproof or correction is stupid. And I, yeah. He said it, not me. And it's true because if you can't take correction. Everyone gets mad when you say things, you call me stupid. No, the Bible called you stupid. We just told you to shut up. <laughs> The Bible called you stupid. That's where everyone gets it. They get mad at the person for being the, right. the messenger, but they're just reading the Bible. Anyone who loves knowledge, uh, discipline, it, it says loves knowledge. That means you're going to become wise, smart. Correction brings direction into your life. It sets you in the right path that God has for you. It helps you to live by faith. But if not, it literally just says, if you hate correction, hate reproof, you're stupid. That's Proverbs 12, 1. If you want to look it up. Mark it down. Mark it down and highlight it. But it's true. No, seriously. Like, so, you know, even though it wasn't like this huge thing, but like, um, even, you know, there's just, there's going to be times where you have to be corrected, right? And you have to know where the correction is coming from. And there is a time where you just, you listen to it and you make an adjustment. Because how else are you going to get better? If someone keeps letting you make the same mistakes over and over and over again, then you're never going to be able to um, to excel. You're never going to be able to. Sometimes you can start kind of going like this, and you need someone to be like, oh, come back, come back, you know, yeah. to put you back going. And it's not always big things. Sometimes it is little things. And, you know, and Ted said to me one time, or yesterday when we were talking, he said, you know, who cares, you know, about blah, blah, blah if the vision isn't being carried out. Who cares what people think of you if the vision isn't being carried out? And then I, it really hit me, and I started thinking about it this morning, and I was like, wow. Because when I started thinking about correction, and like, uh, even like in friendships, like, you know, if you see somebody, like she said, post something that you're like, oh, that could kind of go a couple different ways. Like, let me say something if you feel too, you know. Sometimes people can be like, oh, I know, but. Well, anytime there's a but, you just erase what, Right. what you just said before it. It's the same thing with an apology. Oh, I'm sorry, but right. don't make an excuse for it. It's, it's like just, you're not really sorry then. Right, you're not really sorry because you're about to give me an excuse and justify why you did it so you don't feel like you're sorry. It's right. the same thing. So, um, you know, I, I've had situations where like I've, I've had friends that I, you know, have seen things and, and I, I obviously love and I care about them. And then I thought about it. Like, what if the Lord was like, why, why didn't you correct them just then? Why didn't you do that? Like you knew to tell them. And I was like, well, because I didn't want them to get upset. Well now, I mean, they're, now they're burning in hell. I mean, you have to think about it like that. That's the like reality. Why didn't you <laughs> do this? Is he thumbing up? <laughs> nope, but you just made me sweaty saying that. But, it's, but, it, but, that, but that's the reality. Why didn't you speak up? Why didn't you do this? And it's not always, like I said, that extreme. But you know, but, but it's there good are to times. think extreme because it jolts your spirit man. See how the reaction was? And now people are like, oh my. It's, but it, it, but it, when you say it so extreme, 
it it's like a cold water splash. Yeah. In so your like face. when Ted said to me, he said, "Why why care about what people think of you if the vision isn't being carried out?" <laughs> right? So why care if someone might get upset at me if I feel to correct them or or why if there's such a penalty? Yeah. I mean, it it it, it sounds brutal, but that's our that's, you know, the reality of it. Uh, the key way that God correct corrects us and sorry. <laughs> I got, I sat a little too high compared to what Alex had for me. <laughs> Posture, Alex. I was trying to, my back's crooked because you know. We have to pray for scoliosis away. Um, the key way that God corrects and instructs us is through his word, okay? And through people that have been sent to our life that hears from the Lord. Um, I put 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. I thought this was, was really good for today because it says all... Scripture. Oh. Look at that. We'll, we'll go to it again because people need it. All scripture is inspired by God and useful to teach us what is true and make us realize what is wrong in our lives. So it shows us what needs to leave and it shows us where we need to fill in the gaps. Yeah. It corrects us. New Living says it corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. So the word of God is so wonderful and it not only says, hey, this needs to change. Hey, you need to do this. But then it says it teaches us to do what is right. Right. Like what good a parent if it's just like always telling your kids, you're doing this wrong, you need to fix it and never showing them how to fix it. Then they're going to keep making mistakes and making mistakes. So that's like our Heavenly Father. He says, listen, I've given you life's manual. I'm going to tell you what to do, how to live, how to get things that are, are owed to you in this word, in your covenant. But not let me just fix it for you. Let me show you. Let me teach you. And it says God uses it. What? He uses the correction. That's the it in it. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. So look how that is. Correction is direction in our lives. If you can't accept correction, you're going to take many ways, oh, many yeah. paths to get to the main road that God has for you. We don't have to constantly mess up. We don't have to constantly struggle. I hate that message. I hate the struggle message. We don't have to hit rock bottom to know that God is our rock. I don't have to. Yeah. We don't, hey, hey, I got to pump up from the back. Oh. Hey. <laughs> but we don't. We don't have to hit rock bottom to know that he's our rock. That's That's, right. It's ridiculous. I hate that teaching. We don't have to go through bad things. Let You know, I was just with a powerful woman of God, uh, Pastor Vicki Hankins, out in um, Texas. And I go to her and I say, listen, tell me. Tell me if there's things I need. I, I literally, like, word for word, I say, tell me what are things you've gone before me. You are, um, you know, you've been in the ministry for a long time. Tell me if I'm doing something wrong. I say I am open to correction. I've told her that word for word. I'm open to correction. I'm open for, for you to teach me. If you see something that's out of line, if I'm not handling something correctly, uh, you know, you, you got so many crazy uh, women uh, preachers out there that are posting things that are ridiculous they're doing most ridiculous pictures I've ever seen. We don't care about your 95 selfies with the Bible verse under it. Yes. It's just a selfie. 
Like, stop tagging a Bible verse under your selfie. It's not even and trying. The, the verse doesn't even go along with your boob shot unless you're doing, like, Song of Solomon. And you're not doing that verse. So stop with the inappropriate clothes and the inappropriate outfits and then tagging, like, um, uh, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And you're out there walk, walking down an alley in <laughs> in a city and with your stuff on, your bags and whatever you're trying to show off. It's like, who cares? We don't care. We don't care. That, that does not benefit me. It does not make me a better Christian. It just, I'm looking now at inappropriate body parts that don't even really fit in that outfit. Oh, hey, I burn. said it. Said it. Burn. Said it. If you need me to send you a full-length mirror, give me your address. Anyway. <laughs> Yes, Laura says. (laughs) But I'm just saying that's the direction it ends up going. So I say to Pastor Vicki Hinkins, you know, I say, listen, lead me and guide me. You know, tell me. I'm open to it. That's what you've gone before me. Are there any ministry mistakes that you've done that you wish you could have not done? You know, when you're with somebody who is anointed and has the Holy Spirit in them, then I can be like, listen. I am remaining teachable. Remain teachable. You know, that happened to Satan when he was in heaven. He got rebuked, and he was an angel, and he thought he could be better than God. He, 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 he wanted to be like the Most High God, and, and he got the boot because of it. He got rebuked, he got corrected, and he got sent to hell. He, he had a good life. He had a good life, but he got the correction, and, and he got... Um, you know, when, when God said, you won't be like the Most High God, he, then he got, uh, what's the, offended. He got offended. And look what offense did. It, it's an evil root. It's all under the yeah. same umbrella. And so if you can't take correction, any bitterness pops in to your life, and that's what it ends up becoming. I think even if you don't end up giving correction, if, if there's like an area that, that's, that's bothering you, that can cause bitterness, even not giving the correction mm-hmm. on it. Oh, if someone doesn't give the correction? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so you did receiving, mm-hmm. how you give it, right? Yeah. Or no receiving, I guess. I, I guess. Well, I think it's important how you receive correction because, um, let's see. Because I saw your first point was receiving. Mm-hmm. So it's how, how we take it. Yeah. It doesn't so I, always feel good. It doesn't always feel good. And we can't good. use the whole God can't judge me now. Actually, in the Bible, <laughs> or, or God only judges me, or whatever people always say, people don't like that word judge because it, it's attached to correction. It really is. Yeah. And so. Oh, I've had that. But like, I've given correction sure. and I've gotten the, you're judging me. But now, you now I've completely me. lost it in my mind as to where it is. Maybe Alex can yell it out. But it's where um, in the Bible, it's in the New Testament about correction where it, you are supposed to go to a fellow Christian believer. Like you are supposed to judge what they're doing. It's different if you're going to a, a heathen. That's one thing. That's their lifestyle. Right. But if, if I saw Jenna doing something wrong that didn't represent the kingdom, that didn't represent Jesus, that I knew was going to hinder her or she was sinning, then I would say something to her. And that's what happens. Other Christians get to other Christians and they say something and then it's, you're judging me. You're not allowed to judge me. Uh, In Luke 17 is, is where you found that. And so it is, you're right, Susan, accountability. So we are 
supposed to judge and bring up to other Christians what they're doing wrong and say, listen, I'm trying to let you know right now, this is going to bring you down a path. This is going to bring you somewhere where you don't want to. And I'm going to correct what you're doing and let you know out of love. Yeah. That's the, that's the main thing in it's this society, which is against. They think mm -hmm. if you say something to somebody that it's not love and it's not this and it's not that, but it's like, I'm trying to save you from going to hell. I'm trying right. to save you from making mistakes that you're never going to come back from. And if you do, there will be consequences that could last many, many, many years. And so we have to shut off the world and shut off this whole thing where we feel like, oh, we're being mean, just like you said, mm -hmm. where you thought, I can't care what somebody else says Yeah, because Be you get to that spot and, and people are like, oh, you're judging me. You're not walking in love. Yeah, because in the situation, I was like, well, I don't want to be a jerk. And, and it, literally what he said, it hit me enough to where, like, I thought about it last night. I thought about it Which morning. we just read in Proverbs 3 that the Lord corrects those he, who he loves. Yeah. So behind correction is love. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it hit me. It was, well, who cares? And, and it's true. In the long scheme of it, who cares? If the vision's not being carried out, if you aren't doing the things God has told us, who care? Then who cares? I like that, Brooke. I she didn't said. Say Brooke. She said that um, you either take offense or you take ownership. Yeah, and and that's the thing is, um, yeah. So I think it's really important how you receive correction. I think it's it's very important because if you just bark back, then you know you're not going to be able to. Uh, then obviously you're not receiving it. So then um, you're not going to be able to, to get back on track, right? And it, I had found it in Proverbs. It was 13, 18. If you ignore criticism, you will end in poverty and disgrace. If you accept correction, you will be honored. And Look then again in Proverbs People always want 15, that. 10. Whoever abandons the right path will be severely disciplined. Whoever hates correction will die. I mean, oh! <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I, I and, and I've just kind of always been this way too, but like I don't mind being corrected. Like I don't, like if, if, if you see it, me doing something, like yeah, it it's does. uncomfortable. It can be uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. It really does suck. Yeah, it can be uncomfortable. It Stinks. can. Sorry, kids are in the room. And, and the thing is, is because, uh, so like for me, I don't ever want to disappoint people. That's just like, you know, a thing. And so... <laughs> I don't know anyone who wants to disappoint I see, people. Well, there's some people who really, like, don't, you know, but, like, like I'm a little bit of a... Oh, wake up today. How many people can I disappoint today? <laughs> <laughs> really want to do it. Um, but, yeah, so when I, we were talking about it last night at Carolyn's, and then Alex <laughs> is the one who kind of threw out the title, and this morning I was thinking about it, and I was like, that's 100% right, though, because... You need to stop talking and, um, and just listen. Listen to the correction so you can take it all in, you can, you can digest it, and then you can fix what needs to be fixed and, and quickly. There's so many times I look back of like when I was younger that I wish I would have had correction in more areas because it would have prevented things that I never would have or should have went through, you know? And so it's like had I have had that correction early on, it would have prevented so much. So it's like, it's good to be corrected. And like I said, it's not always like a big thing. You know, it's something you just need a little tweak, right? So 
Um, oh, that happened. I'm mean, so the opposite was for me, like getting into the ministry and, you know, being in leadership and stuff and coming into that newly when I was really young, I got a lot of correction by my pastors. <laughs> and <laughs> and let's just say Shuttlesworth correction, you got to be built different. Yes. So, but um, with correction, I look back at in the moment, I hated it. It, it, made me angry in the moment it made me I mean just like a whole bunch of feelings would flood in but I realized that if you take that and don't react don't be quick to say anything Mm -hmm. like even if you're mad when you leave the situation or whatever don't be quick to say anything because the Holy Spirit I mean if he's really our guide and our leader in our life being filled with him like he would work on me at home yeah it would be like okay and now I'm much quicker. Like it would take me a few days to calm down. <laughs> now I'm 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 a lot faster because I've learned. I've just learned that the quicker you listen, the quicker God can supply things in your life, move you in the right direction. Obedience is better than sacrifice, says in First Samuel. So I have learned that the, listen to the Holy Spirit, and I might not like it in the moment, but I got to be like, yep, I will remain teachable. I will heed correction, and whether I like it in my flesh or not, I will learn to keep my mouth shut. And I look back now, and I'm like, thank you, Lord, that in some very tough moments, I was, whether I felt like I agreed or not, I look back now, and I'm like, they were right. Mm -hmm. The people that corrected me like that, they were absolutely right, and I'm so thankful for it. And it's made me. A better leader and it's made me be stronger in ministry and it's made me learn to only care what the Lord has instructed me like you said like not care what anyone else if it's a vision if it's what God said then that's that's where I'm gonna take it yeah and and I wish I would have had that correction more and so now now all the more I'm like if I'm corrected then I'm like got it you know like got it I receive it it's being changed and and (laughs) what no, you're a kid. <laughs> and, that, and that's it because I, when I look back, I'm like, man, I wish then uh, somebody would have, you know, said something or, you know, there would have been the right people to, to tell me, you know, hey, this is wrong. You're going to end up going down this path and you don't need to and, you know, all of that. Yeah. So I think correction is a very good thing. Um, and I always learn from it. Like when I've, I've been corrected, I sit and I think, and I'm like, okay, like, yep, I, I learned this. Like I always sure. try and take something away from it, right? So it's not just in that moment of being like, I'm getting like fussed at and be like, all right, my bad, you know, my B, <laughs> as Alex says. <laughs> She's never coming back to the office with us here. Um, <laughs> we need Maddie and Tiffany to come home. <laughs> But it's, it's in that moment of, of like really listening and thinking, what can I take away from this? Right. How can I grow from it? And how can it, it make me better, right? So it's not just in that moment of being like, well, you know, I just got corrected and apologized. And it's, no, like learn something from it yeah. and, and take something away from it. Um, <laughs> just doing school with Teddy today when we were doing, um, what were we, what was I doing with him? 
it wasn't Bible, but it was, I mean, it was Bible, but maybe it was in our, it was in our history or something. But anyway, we were reading Luke and it it brought up the storm when Jesus slept on the boat and he got up and he rebuked, which is a correction of um, the wind and the waves. And they stopped immediately. And the disciples were like amazed. They were like, who is this man that speaks with such authority? But he also said to them, where's your faith? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So he corrected them. If he just let it go and he didn't say anything, they could have remained at that same level uh, of of unbelief and never grew. And it never would have said, they never would have gotten their mind that said, you're right. Like the master is on our boat right now. Nothing can happen. He's literally on our boat. If he was sleeping through a storm, I should be able to rest through anything. Yeah. So for him to correct, I mean, Jesus corrected people all the time. Yeah. All the time. And he lived a life of correction on this earth. <laughs> and sometimes like the people closest to you, they can just kind of see things that you might not see in the moment. They, sure. they can They can pick up on it because they're watching you. And so, you know, I don't, I, me personally, correction is never a bad thing. Is it uncomfortable? A hundred percent. Is it like, oh man, sure, but learn from it, receive it. Um, Like, you know, like she said, she's so glad that she didn't, you know, like that she kept her mouth closed and really thought on it because looking back, she can see they were right. And so that's, that's why the title is what it is because sometimes we need to just sit down, take the correction, listen to it and keep our mouths shut and then, you know, fix it. So yes, receiving was the first thing. <laughs> All right, number two. Um, well, you I have, had, you so have numbers on your notes. I did, but they're not really in order. <laughs> <laughs> like good order. A good order. So I mean, we also talked about already receiving correction brings wisdom and an opportunity for growth. Yep. You know, and to learn. We, you had hit on a scripture that I had written down. I think you had said Proverbs twelve one, right? Yeah. To learn, you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. So. I mean, that just backs up what we're saying. Um, also, kids, shh. A. Correction. Correction. It's live for you right there. <laughs> live and direct. Live um, correction on the broadcast. And that's right one second. thing, too, that I'm always asking the Lord for <laughs> is I'm always asking for wisdom. Like, I'm always asking for wisdom, right? So it also says in Proverbs 19... 20, get all the advice and instruction you can so you'll be wise the rest of your life. Um, and then I had, I think you touched on this one. I love 1920. Too. That's what I had. Really? What yeah. Listen, to, I did the amplified because sometimes I like the yeah. extra words that it uses. And so the amplified version that she just read, what, what was yours? New Living um, or ESV? Yeah, mine's New Living. All right. So the amplified version of Proverbs 1920 is listen to counsel, receive instruction and accept correction that you may be wise in the time to come everybody always wants i want wisdom yeah i want to be smart but are you willing i want to make the right decisions i want this i want that but then when it comes to it wisdom is followed by receiving an instruction and accepting correction we have to we have to be obedient we have to stay humble we have to stay meek. We have to uh, not have any pride up in our up and up in here. Up, up, in, up here, in her. Up in here. 
Have no pride up in her. <laughs> That's the next shirt. Alex. No pride up in her. Write it down. <laughs> Did you write it down? So, yeah, write that one down write so you may down. never forget. Have no pride up, up in her. her. Okay. Because that will cause you to not receive instruction, right. not take it to the next step of correction, and then make that change that needs to be. We need to not allow anything to hinder our faith, hinder our love, love, what? And faith are connected. If we're not in love, then we're not, we're not in a correctional stage. We're not receiving instruction. If we're not walking in love, we're not being we're not walking in humility if we're not walking in love what well, I mean love is the key factor here and then you everything else will follow in what God has for us yeah and then um, I had second Timothy but you already hit on that too read it again okay everybody needs it <laughs> all right so second we're all in a day of correction here second Timothy three sixteen. it says all scripture this is new living I think you had read that all scripture is inspired by God and is useful. And that's what I was saying earlier. So uh, it, there's no wasted words in here, right? So there's no wasted words. All inspired by God. I mean, it's like living, breathing. It literally it says. says right there. And Alive so, and powerful. And so I, uh, and then with how many times he said it, it's clearly important, right? I mean, every word in here is important, but like clearly if he repeats himself this many times, I mean, we, we've given you like, I don't know how many scriptures, but a lot. All right, so all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. And God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. So, so there you go. He's given us the tools to do every good work. We don't have to lack anything. We don't have to lag behind. He's given us the tools. And it starts with being corrected, receiving the instruction, mm -hmm. making the change, staying out of offense. You know, that's a choice. It, it's a choice to be offended. It's not like an automatic thing. When something is said to us and, and, and something happens, we have a choice in that moment. What do you think the, the woman who wanted her daughter healed, who sat at the feet of Jesus and was like, I'm a Gentile woman. I'm asking for you to heal my daughter. And he said, <laughs> called her a dog and said, you know, you're not first in line. The Jews are first in line. And she goes, even the dogs get crumbs. There's, there's dogs that are going to get just a little, if I can just have a little piece of you, Jesus, a little piece. And he said, I haven't seen faith like this and, and, and moved her right to the front of the line. So her not going into a fence mode, able to take a, a rebuke and, and, and respond with faith, mm -hmm. by responding in faith and staying in love, kept her away from um, offense, and she was able to receive her miracle and got to the front of the line. She was a Gentile and got moved up. Yeah. And so that's where it can do. That's where uh, taking correction, uh, listening to instruction, can move you to the front of the line and yes. keeps you in faith. Yes. Yep. And then just knowing that, uh, you know, correction is um, is a place of love. It's it's you know, if somebody didn't it's care motivated about you, by love. Yeah, if somebody didn't care about you and didn't care, 
you know, what you were doing or that you were making. <laughs> what is he doing? Nothing. Oh. Hey, um, Pastor Mike. Then, you know, they wouldn't say anything. Why take the time? Why take the time to, to say something, especially if, you know, you don't know someone's reaction to it, if you didn't care, if you didn't love them, and if, you know, you didn't have their interest. So it tells us in the Bible that God corrects us because he loves us. It's, it's, it's an act of love because he wants to see us doing <laughs> thing. I didn't want to interrupt Jenna, but I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yep, so I had that. <laughs> <laughs> totally threw her off. She's like, Caroline, don't right. stop Got me you. while I'm speaking. <laughs> Squirrel. Bam. What? There's hair on my shirt? Let I me said, get it off right now. <laughs> well, I don't like that. I think it's gross. So we're gonna pray, we're gonna pray for you today because it's something we all continuously work on. Every level of increase that we get to, we're gonna find us in a place of correction. Because that's how we get higher. That's how we skip levels is, am I listening to the instruction from God? Am I obeying it? Am I taking the correction that I need to tweak in my life to, for things to exit that don't need to be in it and to bring in that need to be brought into it? And so that's where we're going to learn today is we're not going to let anything stifle our faith, anything uh, keep us out of our love walk, anything, you know, keeping us from uh, humility where we're walking in pride because any of that just resembles how the enemy started this whole thing by getting kicked out of heaven. And we want nothing to do with his face at all. Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for each and every uh, person that's watching, listening to this on the replay. I ask you, Lord, now to work on our hearts, work on our spirit, man, that as we obey the word of God, as we, we receive insight from the Holy Spirit, that it sets us far above uh, uh, anything that the enemy is trying to throw at our life, that we will not take uh, offense to the word of God, we won't take offense to the voices uh, that are in our life, that are speaking to us, that have a word for us, that we will take correction, that we will remain teachable, we will uh, strive to uh, increase in our wisdom, increase in the things of God and the knowledge so we'll never perish, we'll always grow in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I love when Jenna is on. It's always a good time, ain't it? Ain't it? I think she needs to up be on a lot her. more. Up in No pride up okay. in her. I want that shirt right now. There are people going to be like, what? It'll be out next week. It'll be out next week. <laughs> Alex is designing it right now. <laughs> Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Um, want to invite you to uh, oh, yeah. homecoming weekend. Yeah, it's yep. coming up. So who's watching? That's coming. I want to hand raise emoji. Do you have it? You okay, see that? So, Look at that. So Friday night is for everybody. If you are a partner, then we want to invite you Saturday to the brunch. We still have a couple spots left, but registration does end on the 25th of October. So. If you um, have not registered yet and you do want to come to the private brunch for the partners, 
please email me at jenna at miracleword.com and then I can send you the registration link. But Friday um, is open to everyone and oh, we yeah. would love to see I was you. Like, you're the, I was gonna say, did you see that Hannah's coming? I'm like, you're the actual one that made the list. So. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So if you have not registered yet, and you do want to register for Saturday, please email me so I can send you the registration link, jenna at miracleword.com. And if you cannot come Saturday or uh, you are not a or you are not a partner, but you want to come Friday, we would love to see you. It's open to everyone. We love you. And I want to invite you to um, Friday night, Victory Tribe one night. It's going to be powerful. We're going to hear a, a word specifically for the Victory Tribers from Ted on that night that the Lord's given to him. And it's going to be a powerful time. We're going to have food for you afterwards um, so we can hang out with you. Uh, and it's going to be a great night. So make plans now, yes. October 28th, 7 p.m., Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Check this video out. I love you. I'll see you Saturday at the women's event. If you're coming, if you haven't decided, get just there. make a decision to get there. Love you.